The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Oh, yeah, it's time for GTFO or oh, yeah. Welcome back into BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack and Jim Rodriguez with you. And just like that, we're down to like the last 35, 40 minutes of the show. It has flown by this morning, J-Rod, flown by. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. Enjoying my time here at at World Headquarters here at BetQL in in Chicago. Such, Such nice accommodations. I love it. J-Rod uh, was out yesterday due to travel. He went from sunny, beautiful South Florida up to Chicago, which is where he is today and for tomorrow's show as well. I will be out of here on Friday, so Kate Constable, who was in with me yesterday, will jump back in with J-Rod on Friday. Did you follow all that? No, don't worry about it. Just know that every weekday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, BetQL Daily is right here. Ready for you, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it today, or you can watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL. So, for those new, for the uninitiated, GTFO or oh yeah, is very simple. Paul is going to throw some items at us and then ask, uh, GTFO or oh yeah? So, for example, if he said, guys, the sky is blue, we would say, GTFO, look at the rain out there. It's black as night. Or we would say, oh, yeah, it's beautiful out there. Very simple concept. And uh, he's got at least half a dozen items there cooked up for us or thereabouts. And we will get started post-haste. Paul, what are you going to start us with? So I feel like we always hear about, like, the NFL rule changes at, like, the owners' meetings Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. get a lot of those. But an NBA, a couple of NBA rules changes – the one that we'll start with, Chris Mack, 
the NBA's change and new anti-flopping rule is too much. And that is the, the basics of it now are that if a flopping penalty is assessed by game officials, uh, a team will be awarded one free throw attempt, and then a player who commits a flop will be charged with an unsportsmanlike technical foul. Uh, they cannot be tossed from the game due to flopping violations. Right. I am going with a big, hearty, Randy Macho Man Savage level. Oh, yeah, brother. This is doing too much. If it takes three paragraphs to describe how you're implementing a new rule or restriction, it's going to be too confusing. It's going to stop down the game even more, which we've already got issues with in the NBA. Look, if it's a great game and we're back and forth in the final two minutes, I don't mind occasionally stopping for 30 seconds to a minute to make sure we get a call right, whatever it is. Toe on a line. Okay, all that. But when it comes to a flop, and I understand these won't really be uh, subject to review necessarily or challenges, but, I mean, there's the non-unsportsmanlike technical foul part of it. So it's a tech, but it's not, you know, counting towards the unsportsmanlike number of techs that you can take. Uh, You get a single free throw but it doesn't change possession. Uh, it's, there's, a, there's a bunch of different uh, convoluted restrictions to this thing that makes me go, guys, we've done enough to try and stop flopping. We've done all we can. I think we've turned a corner over the last four or five years towards curbing it, or at least the egregious kind of stuff we had become used to. Um, I think the NBA trying to do too much, so I'll say, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, somebody's trying to uh, validate their phony baloney job over at the NBA. I mean, I mean, this is a definitely an oh yeah for me. I mean, you're asking the officials to do too much, man. I mean, you're asking them to what in their opinion is a flop as opposed to a concrete foul, no foul. Listen, if, if, we, can, if we can put in a chemical in a pool to, to highlight if somebody took a pee in there, you could put something in their shorts <laughs> or something so that if they flop, like some smoke would come out or something like that, a big poof of, of talcum powder. Ah, see, the, the smoke came out. We've got a new pope, and that's a flop. So get out of here. You know, the game is too crazy enough. Oh, yeah, it's too much. I thought the red dye in the pool that reacted to urine was was like an urban legend. Are you telling me this is legit, J-Rod? Either, I, listen, I saw something on Twitter the other day, so it's got to be true, right? I saw, be. That, I saw that same thing on Twitter, and that's the first time I'd seen I didn't see it on Threads. Like I didn't see it on Threads, so, you know. Yeah, the only other time I saw it was that movie with Adam Sandler. I was like, I haven't right, seen right. since. Is this a real thing? Uh, grown-ups? Is that it? I don't even know. Yes. Um uh, yeah, nice. All right, moving on to the NFL. Uh, so there's a report out there that the Bills want De- DeAndre Hopkins, but they want him at their price. So GTFO or oh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins will end up in Buffalo after all of this instead of Tennessee or New England, who are the two uh, front runners or has visited them, et cetera. J-Rod, your thoughts? I'm going to say oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think there, there are three sort of stages of a professional athlete's career. I think the, the first stage is, hey, I just want to get drafted. I want to get to the league. The second stage is get that second contract, which is, becomes generational money, right? And then the third stage is, well, now i got to win something, right, for my legacy. Get that Super Bowl ring. So I think DeAndre Hopkins is at that point. Yeah, he can go to Tennessee. Yeah, he can go to New England. But is he going to win? You know, is he going to win there? No. 
at least with Buffalo, with all the problems they're having with Diggs and Josh Allen, yeah, it may be a, a reduced price, but you'll get that final, you know, you get that final level and maybe get that Super Bowl ring that Buffalo's looking for and that he's looking for. Yeah, you know, I think if this comes down to DeAndre Hopkins wanting the best shot at a ring or at the greatest level of success, like you said, J-Rod, it's a definite, oh, yeah, because that is the better landing spot than either Tennessee or New England. But I will say this. I don't know if Buffalo's ready to blow up what is already somewhat a volatile situation with <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Yeah. So I'm going to say GTFO. I don't think he does end up with the Bills. I think it still is down to Tennessee or New England or somebody that loses a receiver early in training camp or the exhibition season. I think those still remain the best possible landing spots for D-Hop. I just don't see the Bills when it when it's all said and done and everybody gets together in a room and Dennis Leary and Kevin Costner are chirping at each other like in draft day <laughs> about who's done what wrong and who's in control of things. I think what we get is everybody in Buffalo letting cooler heads prevail and say, hey, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, let's help soothe and salve that relationship and not throw kerosene on the fire by bringing DeAndre Hopkins in. So I do think it's, it's a GTFO to DeAndre Hopkins ending up in Buffalo instead of Tennessee or New England. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. All right, moving on. We talked about Seattle food options like cream cheese on a hot dog, apparently, is a thing. I think yeah. we all agree that's a GTFO. But there's some other ones yeah. uh, from the All-Star Game that we uh, came across. So, like, a couple of them not very controversial. Like pretzel mix, everyone loves pretzel mix, right? Everyone loves a crab roll, uh, Dungeness crab roll. Mm-hmm. There's a blackberry mint mojito. Um, I think the most con- – ice cream, who doesn't love ice cream? I think the most controversial might be the crab pizza. So GTFO or oh, yeah, on crab pizza – J-Rod and J-Rod, I'll just say, I know there's a sandwich on here with ham and you have, you know, some demons when it comes to ham. So you're out on the ham, like the ham sandwich thing. Can explain that if you want. But there's also, uh, so crab pizza, GTFO or oh yeah, J-Rod. Well, GTFO on on the crab pizza. I don't want anything getting in the way of my crab, okay? Give me my crab. Don't mess it up. Don't get me involved in anything else, okay? I am am solely concentrating on the crab. And as far as the ham, my mother, God rest her soul, she's a saint, um, but she's the only Cuban woman who didn't like to cook. So for for years in grade school, I got a two pieces of white bread, one slab of mayonnaise, and a, and a piece of ham. No lettuce, no cheese, no tomato, <laughs> white bread, mayonnaise, and ham. I don't eat ham, and it's, it has nothing to do with religious purposes. I don't eat ham, and I certainly don't eat mayonnaise. GTFO on that. Yeah, GTFO on the crab pizza. If I did not have a similar traumatic uh, youth <laughs> lunch story, 
I would be all out on this this uh, triplet tripletta sandwich. I think they call it brisket. Yeah. Pulled pork, ham. Ooh. It looks like they've got shoestring potatoes in there, too. Kind of coming after uh, Permanis here in Pittsburgh, which has the French fries on the sandwich thing. That has become some, somewhat semi-famous across the country. I kind of like this, especially brisket and pulled pork. It, it, look, they are. there is an, a, a certain amount of doing too much here with the brisket and pulled pork on the same sandwich. But look, we talked yesterday about how going to an all-star game or a home run derby is kind of a bucket list item. When I'm going to one of these bucket list places, I'm going to overeat. Like, I just am. If it's my first place, my first time in a city, my first time in Chicago, I think I ate at every major deep dish chain I could find. I had some Giordano's. I had some uh, Lou Malnati's. I had some Pequod's. Yes, I, I got all of it. If I'm out at one of these bucket list events, I'm going all in and I'm overeating. I would try the all-star tripletta sandwich, but I'll tell you this. Crab pizza, first of all, pizza at a ball game, doing too much. Crab pizza at a ball game, we're really trying too hard. So GTFO with crab pizza at the all-star game. I'm a simple man with simple needs. And, and I, 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 you know, as for as much as I love the Northwest wild Alaskan salmon chowder, and I would be in on that 150%. I'd get in there with both feet. I don't want to eat that at a ball game. I want to have a nice no. meal, look at, look at Pier 39 out in San Francisco or, you know, at the Seattle market. You know, at a ball game, give me a dog and a beer. Simple man. Yeah, I don't need all this exactly. extravagant sushi at a ball game. No, 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 no. Hot dog, a beer. Doing too much. Just mustard, Ooh, though. Yeah, no, I guess. I do Just love mustard. a good bread bowl. But at oh. a ball game, when you put it like right, that, it's yeah. all, the ball's all over yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know, foul ball comes now. Now you got a baseball yeah. in your in your. Now I got tomato biscuit in my lap. Yeah, exactly. Come right. on. that's a mess. Come on. Yeah, we, we all right. lose there. <laughs> Playing to a couple of your guys' heartstrings, by the way. Oh yeah, Pequod's overrated in Chicago. No, uh, so we'll move on quickly past that. Sorry, oh, Chris. Boy. Wow, uh, man, Penn's the burnt cheese, the burnt Miami. cheese. It's just, yeah, Sorry. it's so bready. It's so bready. Anyway, right. uh, Penn State and or Miami, playing to both your guys' backyards, uh, will compete for a conference title or a spot in the playoff. Chris, Penn State, it's um, they're always almost there. GTFO or oh, yeah. It depends how I choose to define compete here. Um, and I'm going <laughs> to choose to say – um, in the case of Penn State and or Miami competing for a conference title or a spot in the playoff this year, I'm going to say GTFO to both of them. Um, and the reason I say it in regards to Miami is I think it's still, it, it's, this is Florida State's year. Florida State has done a lot in the last calendar year, both in the way they've attracted transfers and the way they've overhauled the roster and the coaching staff over the last two to three years. I really like what Florida State is doing. A bunch of young guys coming in who are going to help them succeed. Florida State is probably my pick to be right there with Clemson again because Clemson is always right there um, in the ACC. Uh, and Pitt has been quality as well the last few years, and I don't see much reason to believe they will fall off. As for the Big Ten and Penn State, and Michigan and Ohio State standing there in their way in the final year of the East and West in the Big Ten Conference, right? Uh, they, they, they are not pushing past both of those teams, Ohio State and Michigan, to get into the Big Ten Conference championship game. So 
look, even if Drew Allaire, uh, their first-year starting quarterback, goes out there and has a great season, I don't know if it's enough for them to compete for a Big Ten title, let alone to talk about a spot in the playoff. Um, so, unfortunately, I got to go GTFO with, with Penn State and Miami competing for their conference titles or a spot in the playoff. Yeah, GTFO, no way, no way, at least from Miami's perspective, no way, because here's why. Miami fans are, in all sports, are, are, the, are the most optimistic bunch you'll ever find. They're going to win the Super Bowl every year. They're going to win the World Well, not, we don't talk about the Marlins, but they're going to win the NBA title every year. The, the, the Canes are going to win the national championship. They're going to be better. I mean, they, they, they had a five-win face plant last year, and Mario Cristobal, the native of Miami, played at the school, won a national championship at the school. Listen, they got a quarterback who, who now has some weapons in Tyler Van Dyke. They got some pretty good wide receivers from the, from the transfer portal. But they're not better than Florida State. They're not better than Clemson. I don't even know if they're better than NC State. You know, Plus, they got to play Texas A&M. Uh, you know, they could be, you know, they have a lot of Our Lady of Perpetual Motion schools at the beginning of the, of the year, but A&M is in there. Uh, again, I, I think they would be happy playing in, a, in again, I, they're a third-place team at best in the ACC. I think that's, that's uh, we've got running up against it, so we'll save, we'll save the best cornerback in the NFL for tomorrow. Sounds good. I like that. Um, another successful edition of GTFO. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Uh, alongside the original J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez, I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQL Daily. In for Aaron, Joe, and Ed this week. And, yeah, we'll hold some stuff over for tomorrow. But today, what do we got for you inside Lightning Bets? We might have to get a little creative today, but I think we're up to the task. That up next. You are listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Listen to us on the Odyssey app. Watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL. We wrap things up with Lightning Bets next.